king of rock and roll was born Elvis Aaron Presley in Tupelo, Mississippi on January 8, 1935. He was regarded as one of the most significant cultural icons of the 20th century. His energetic interpretations of songs combined with his sexually provocative performance style helped to launch him into stardom. Episode 80, I stopped by the hardware store in Tupelo, Mississippi, where Elvis purchased his first guitar. Now it's time to do a deeper dive into the life and legend of the king on this episode of Microbreak. This is Microbreak, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayo. Get ready to take a microbreak from the madness with me, 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 me. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Microbreak. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and this is episode 85, and it is a artist spotlight on the legendary Elvis Aaron Presley, also known as the King of Rock and Roll. And we talked about this a little bit. We talked about having this episode in episode 80 when I had the pleasure of visiting the hardware store in Tupelo, Mississippi, where not only Elvis was born, but, well, he wasn't born in the hardware store, he was born in the town, folks. But his mom, Gladys, bought his first guitar there at the hardware store, and that basically kicked off his career. So there is so much content and so much information on the late Elvis Presley that it's very hard to put together a podcast in 15 minutes. (laughs) We can just discuss his songs and be here for much longer than that. But I'm going to do my best to take it chronologically and just hit some of the highlights, just so we can both kind of follow along the life and history of the legendary Elvis Presley. We know when he was born, he was born in 1935. He was actually a twin. He had a brother who was stillborn that would have been Jesse. Unfortunately, he was an only child. In 1946, he gets his first guitar. Well, here we go. $12.95. That comes from the Tupelo Hardware Store. In 1948, the family moves to Memphis. That's where he's going to attend high school. In 1953, he graduates from said high school called Humes High School. Now, summer, Elvis drops into the Memphis Recording Service, Sun Studios, and records My Happiness and that's when your heartache begins. Evening shadows make me blue When each weary day is through How I long to be with you My happiness If you 
find your sweetheart in the arms of a friend. But when your heartaches begin, when dreams of a lifetime must come to an end, as when your heartaches begin. It cost four bucks to record these tracks. Pretty cool. <laughs> four dollars. Hey, it was a worthwhile investment, I think. <laughs> You're going to be a rich and famous billionaire. Just give me four bucks now. Oh, I don't know. That seems kind of steep. I think I think, uh, I think you're going to make it cheaper. So that was a terrible Elvis impersonation, by the way. In 1954, Sun owner Sam Phillips teams Elvis up with local musicians. This was Scotty Moore on guitar and Bill Black on bass. By the way, there's no drummer. This these three guys. July 5th, the breakthrough recording is That's All Right. That song was written by Arthur Crudups. This song, backed with Blue Moon of Kentucky, becomes the first of five singles Elvis will release on the Sun label. July 30th, Elvis makes his appearance at the Overton Park Shell in Memphis. So this is where the whole Elvis dance starts. So he's very, very nervous on stage, and it causes him to move constantly throughout. He's just shifting his legs back and forth. You guys have seen the Elvis moves. And all the while, the girls are screaming very enthusiastically because he's shaking his hips, shaking those hips, and shaking those legs, and you know what. And there you go. And he got everybody excited with this. And they started calling him the leg man because he kept shaking that left leg. <laughs> Let's jump to 1955. Colonel Tom Parker replaces Bob Neal as Elvis's manager. I didn't even know who Bob Neal was, but we all remember Colonel Tom Parker. He's in all the movies about Elvis out there. Elvis signs now with RCA Records. The price is an unprecedented $40,000 with a $5,000 bonus for Elvis. RCA soon releases the five Sun singles on the RCA label in the United States. Wow. Okay. That's a good deal that the Colonel made. Now, 1956, Elvis is paired with the Jordanaires, who would remain his main backup group until the late 60s. That same year in April, he appears on the Milton Berle show for the first time. He sings Heartbreak Hotel and Blue Suede Shoes. But he was very controversial. He performed Hound Dog on Milton Berle as well. And he earned the nickname The Pelvis because he moved his hips, his pelvis. Elvis the Pelvis, that's where the name came from. That was on June 5th. Now, in November that year, Elvis' first movie, Love Me Tender, premieres in the USA. 1958, Jailhouse Rock comes out. Sold over 500,000 copies in three days. One through 
Elvis is going to war. Well, he's joining the service. He boards the USS Randall and sails to Germany, arriving on October 1st. He will be stationed in Friedberg for 18 months, maintaining an off-base residence in Bad Nogham. I guess I'm not very good at German after all. You'll have to listen to a previous episode to understand what that means. <laughs> 1959, one night with you, and I got stung, a fool such as I, and I need your love tonight. He's just pumping out songs. 1960, early, Elvis is promoted to sergeant. So in 1960, Elvis is now promoted to sergeant. Now on March 5th, 1960, Elvis is officially discharged from the military. Now he's going to do a post-army album. Elvis's back is recorded in late March. Late April of the same year, Elvis begins work on his first post-army movie, his fifth film, G.I. Blues, for Paramount. The first of nine to be produced. I just be calm. Calm, calm down, calm down. That goes for both of us. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. You and, and, and Paul will be right back. They just want a way to get married. So, folks, there's appearance after another, song after another, movie after another, and things just keep progressing. But in the essence of micro break, we need to start skipping ahead. It's sad, but true. Let's go to 1967. May 1st, just after 9.30 a.m., Elvis married Priscilla in a small private ceremony at the Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas. A press conference and breakfast reception followed. Then the couple honeymooned for a few days in Palm Springs. On May 29th, Elvis and Priscilla dress in their wedding clothes and have a second wedding reception in the trophy room at Graceland to include their family and friends who were not in Las Vegas for the wedding. By the way, Elvis spends a lot of time in his career, almost every concert performed in Las Vegas. Not all of them, but many concerts were performed in Las Vegas. In the summer of the same year, 67, Priscilla announces her pregnancy. And in 1968, nine months to the day of their wedding, Priscilla gives birth to Lisa Marie Presley. So let's jump ahead now with Married Elvis to 1971. (laughs) So we just talked about him getting married. We talked about Priscilla having Lisa Marie. And in 1971, unfortunately, Priscilla moves out of Graceland, taking Lisa Marie with her. And then in July of 1972, Priscilla files for divorce. So now Elvis is touring and touring and touring and appearing and doing movies and doing music. And how many songs has Elvis actually sang? Too many to mention. I mean, there's just a ton and ton of songs that he had sung through his career. And here's just a few of the many songs. Can't Help Falling in Love, Jailhouse Rock, Burning Love, Always on My Mind, Devil in the Skies, All Shook Up, Blue Christmas, Hound Dog, Blue Suede Shoes, Don't Be Cruel, In the Ghetto, Suspicious Minds, 
Heartbreak Hotel, A Little Less Conversation, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, Kentucky Rain, If I Could Dream, The Wonder of You, I Want You, I Need You, I Love You, Love Me Tender, Don't Cry Daddy, I'll Remember You, Are You Lonesome Tonight, and even did a cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water. My goodness. And the list goes on and on and on. Wow. But here we are approaching that year, 1977. Let's cue the sad music. August 16th, Elvis had played racquetball with his new court at Graceland and stayed up late singing with his friends as usual. Later, Ginger, Elvis's girlfriend, made a frantic call downstairs for help. She had found Elvis lifeless in the bathroom. Elvis is rushed to the hospital, but resuscitation attempts fail and he is pronounced dead at 3.30 p.m. local time. Whilst it is true that there were drugs in his system, it wasn't an overdose. His heart failed him, and Elvis died at age 42. Elvis was buried at Forest Hill Cemetery in Memphis, Tennessee. And then in October of that year, both his mom's body and his were moved to the property of Graceland. Wow. He will always be missed by many all over the world. His music lives on and on in weddings and even on the radio. And I don't think he's ever going away. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to follow, remember to rate and review. And if you're kind enough to leave a nice review for me, I will be happy to say it on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) 